Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Motor mouth, like someone that stops doesn't stop talking. Why every time I get these questions, I always think Clint first. Why am I even screwing around? It's Clint Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> Boyer talks a lot. Boyer talks a lot of nonsense. He says, "Hey, you want to do TV?" I said, "I'll do it," but I want to go over there and interview those guys sitting out there in the rain. Oh, it's chatty. It's probably Boyer these days. He likes to talk a lot. It's fun to talk. Clint's like that, you know, just just jabbering and jabbering. Boyer. The Chiefs are playing right here. I heard something happen. Uh, Clint Boyer, he's a motor mouth. <laughs> I would go with Clint Boyer, and I know for a fact if he was standing right behind me, he would validate that. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> Probably Clint Boyer. Is that a common answer? Welcome to a special Thursday edition of Motor Mouth. <laughs> Speaking of Clint Boyer, he's here with us today. Everyone's doing this, my friend Kyle Petty. Clint, I, I think everyone, I mean, obviously, Paul summed it up best. <laughs> Boyer. Clint Boyer. Boyer. <laughs> Boyer. Do, right do, do you feel like that's an appropriate label for you? Hey, man, you got to earn something in life. It's, it's true. Motormouth is it. That's I don't, good. I'm your guy. I, I just want to be clear. We never, we never hope for a rain delay, ever. But when you get a gift like you gave us at Darlington, Darlington. I just want you to know. <laughs> what a great interview. It makes what it a great all interview. worth it. That was. There was so many things that were going through my mind when I finally got up there, through all the puddles and all the stuff. But I once I got there, I had the horrible dilemma on my hands. I get there and I'm thinking, oh my God, I hope this kid's old enough to be drinking because I didn't think he was like, buddy, it's too late. Yeah, it's too late I'll mix now. it and I'm bury you. <laughs> I'm committed. And if, you're, if you go down a bad path, you took Dave with you, like the yeah. sweetest person yeah, the we nicest know. nicest guy in the world. And That's you true. can't hear the producer in the ear going like, okay, uh, this has been five minutes. Let's Let's wrap it up. That's you don't know. Wrap it up. So Man, you just hold fun. the mic. It's fun to interact with our fans and, and fans like those boys that day. Uh, just what a great story, you know. Cool. And now I, I found him on Instagram and and, oh, no way. and, and he's uh, you know he serves and good dude, man. Yeah. So um, it's it's always. Uh, spur of the moment thing like yeah. that but it ends up turning into something pretty cool it was cool. fun yeah. it's magical let's get to today's starting grid shall we alex bowman and bubba wallace traded a little paint last weekend and a high fuel sports drink known as powerade last week of the robos bowman's playoffs continue does he need to look out well plus we're also going to continue our celebration of grassroots by visiting the place where clint boyer honed his racing chops in that chevette and we want to hear from you, so call us at 844-NASCAR-NBC or reach us on social with the hashtag Let Me Say This because Nate Ryan is in the house, He's in the house. Yes, he is. Get he ready is. for this. That's him over there. Do you, <laughs> I see Nate. It was a big I, I see Clint looking at you. Can't, you can't see, but they're wearing the same shirt for we some are? reason. I don't oh, know. Dang. I don't know how Hold that Hold on happened. a minute. 
Stripes and plaids. Stripes and plaids. Stripes and plaids. Just for the record, on camera it looks the same. Yeah. So this joke works. Beans and Franks. Frank and Beans. <laughs> Have you seen my baseball? Let's talk about a big week Real for nice. you at home. Um, <laughs> see, see. Hey. There we go. <laughs> don't, don't look over here. It was it was Cash Money's birthday. Yes. It was, man. Big week, big week. Fifth birthday. Oh, it's so weird. Already? That's exactly oh what I gosh. said. Um, oh, this video, yeah. this happened this afternoon. I've kept that little chopper Harley deal uh, right next to my Harley the whole time yeah. in the barn. I had the devil, Ron Ditsfield out of uh, Sedalia, Missouri, gave him that bike when he was one for his one. first birthday. Cool. So cash always, you know, he'd sit on that thing, yeah. walk by, he's like, let's fire it up. Of course, my old man's in town this week. So here they come. <laughs> yep. the, the Harley's fired up oh, and God. here he comes. I like that when that we were we, was, really we were at your house for racing roots and we see all the you know you got all your old rat rod and the Merc and everything else and then here is this tiny motorcycle next to your Harley yeah, yeah. and Cash was I think trying to ride the pig at that time yeah. like he yeah, was they had the pig then. it was a different right. it was a different pig. era but don't yeah. don't doesn't it feel crazy that he's five oh it's it's unbelievable I mean you like that is crazy especially when you start you know you're going to school this morning and and he's telling you a story you know yeah. and trying to fib a little bit i mean that's the stuff that yeah. really cracks you up is when they try to you know pull one by you i mean that's what's happening right now he's, he's thinking he has gotten yeah. to the level where i'm smarter than dad already yeah, which at five by. he might be he might be you never know some days you're gonna have good days and bad days we're going to the phones clint boyer's here so you need to dial in right now 844 nascar nbc let's start out with nascarl What's on your mind, buddy? He's the first guy, right? Yeah, Every week. always. Still, always. Yes. he undisputed called in at still. seven a.m. The undisputed yeah. champion. <laughs> he called into the track and field right before us. And That's tried right. To ask a, a he was like, guys, wrap up the track and field. Clint Boyer's in the studio. What you got, Carl? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, Clint, congratulations on making it to the next round, my friend. Um, what makes the Roval so much more different and difficult than the other two road courses that we go to? Well, great question. The answer is yes, all of it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's like a hybrid between, uh, you know, when I think of Sonoma, Kyle, yeah. I think of a short track of road courses. And then when you go to Watkins Glen, you think of like a mile and a half yeah. Yeah. type of feel. And, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, the grip level with the Roval is like the grip level at Watkins Glen since the repave and, and the tire that they bring there. Um, you know, it just puts you on a grip level where that thing is either stuck like glue or the second thing it isn't, it's like you're driving on marbles. And then when you start talking about the short track of the inside of that Roval, like I was talking, you know, you need your car to turn. You're asking a lot of your car at, in, a, in a situation where you got those really tight corners in the infield of that track, and then really big sweeping corners in other places. So um, to set your car up for that short track mentality of the inside, but be fast enough to be, you know, upwards of 170 mile an hour on a big yeah. track, that's a two different mindsets uh, when an engineer and a crew chief setting up that hot rod. So, um, you know, as you're working on turn to make it better, now all of a sudden the thing's loose and it's up on top of the racetrack. You make mistakes, just like you saw all weekend long at that Roval. Very, very treacherous track. It, it, it was really interesting. To the infield, it, you guys looked like you were drifting. It almost looked like a drift. Yeah. Because you're asking a car to go up a hill, turn off camber, stick, and yep. go back to the throttle. It's just six different things at the same time, and it won't do You're just one. literally asking the car to do things constantly on that racetrack that it doesn't want to do. And, and, and that's, I know that's a, the simplified version of, of you know, trying to explain um, what, what a race team and a driver for that uh, part go, goes through at a track like the Roval, but 
You're asking a lot. And, and the engine, my gosh, man, I'm telling you, just tongue hanging out yes. the whole entire yes. time. Because you're in a situation, you're running at 175, whatever it is, 170, 180 mile an hour on those straightaways. And then all of a sudden, you're in a situation where you're downshifting clear to first gear from fourth gear wide open. There is no other track that you do that. You start talking about Watkins Glen, the bus stop and things like that. That's a second gear, yeah. you know, cutting a pretty good clip through there still. First gear in that back chicane, you know, that's that's a slow, slow corner from such a crazy fast straightaway. But before we get back to the phone, do you find yourself talking to yourself or about other people? Like, do you find you're cussing to other people more just to yourself on the Roval than, than another weekend, or, or are you... Well, I don't know if you've ever listened to my radio, but I clearly don't cuss. I no. Mean, thanks a lot. No, no, yeah, but, I just mean to yourself yeah. off radio in your yeah. head, thinking this guy's a real number you two head. You can hear that you, button. Y'all hear when I push that? Oh, Do you God. have enough time, or is it just... Yes, 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 especially at the Roval. My gosh, I mean, you're... I about threw it away in the lead, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I come around there in between three and four. The opportunity... Um, is there almost every single corner on that Roval. You get to turn one, how many cars have we seen smoke the wall in turn one? Oh, yeah. Turn two, you see them wrecking there. Turn three, all weekend long, getting loose in a turn three. Turn four, not so much, but you can still go off the track right there, especially when you're racing side by side, you know, on a restart or something else. Turn five and six, always carnage right there. Seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson wrecked there. Seven and eight. Blaney smoked the wall in between there. Yeah. He hit the wall so hard. I've never seen this before. It was like, going back to you, he's drifting. He hit it, boom, like that. Yeah. Two perfect donut Goodyear tires. Oh, like it was tires. just painted on like, there. Like you went and painted <laughs> Goodyear tires right there. Nothing else, just two Goodyears. I'm like, somebody hit hard right there. <laughs> then you're looking up there, you see the 12 balls, smoke flying out of it. Like, oh, bullet, you shouldn't have done that. But then the chicane, people wrecking all over. <laughs> Um, and then obviously, you know, getting into the last corner, just very, very chaotic, um, challenging racetrack. Well, guys, that was the whole show. I know we only it. got one call. Yeah, in. thank you for calling in. I'm thank kidding. You. Let's go back to the phone. Cindy's <laughs> on the line. Yes, Cindy. He shouldn't have asked. That was my fault. Cindy, what's on your mind? How's Thanks for it, calling. How's it going, gentlemen? Good. How are you, We're sweetie? doing great. This is Grandma Cindy from North Dakota. Hi, Grandma. I just got to ah. say... I love the Roval. I love how you guys drive, puts the race in the driver's hands. You're downshifting. You're going. You're in the throttle. I love it. I mean, I'm a wild woman. But, Clint, let me just say I had a vision. You are making it through. Okay? Okay. okay. You keep the faith, son. I've, I've been following you for years. I we love you. Explain race. this vision Thank real you very quick. Much. Is, is this vision tell you he's going to win this weekend? Yes. It did. Oh, I don't want to get ahead uh, of myself. You guys heard it. Yeah, I, listen. She has seen the light. Grandma listen. Cindy, we appreciate a good vision. His grandma calls. The yeah. uh, Benedetto's yeah. bus driver calls. We got it all coming in right now. This <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> so amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. Thank you very Let's much. Let's go get it done this weekend, all right? You guys have a good night. Thank, Thank you, too. too. Hey, Thank this you for means, calling. I feel okay. like this means you might have all to right, give Grandma bye Cindy bye. a shout-out from Victory Lane. Yes. yes. Which means Cindy. you're not going to yeah. remember. So North if, someone could, if someone could write that down, that's yeah. at Stuart Haas. I think, she I had think uh, SHR social media. That's they're, true. They're Ashland is here. She yeah, can tell me right there. Yeah. Down. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs>
She started that, by the way. I think we got one question answered. You know what? Let's get another one in there. I know we do. So when you're done asking questions on this, please go to SHR social media or whatever and and give her some questions. This poor girl, come up with one question. Yeah, I'm sorry. Marvin Blue is on the line. Marvin, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, CB? How you doing, uh, Clint? Uh, Good, how are you? How you doing, uh, Rutledge? And how you doing, Kyle? Great to hear from you, brother. Hey, it's good to hear you guys, too. Hey, listen, Clint, uh, what are the two toughest tracks are you uh, looking forward to the least? Dover or the big one at Talladega on Sunday? Well, I think if you're, if you're talking about this round, right, uh, you got three races, and, and uh, the wild card in this one is definitely Talladega. <laughs> Um, you know, anything can happen. Uh, look at look at the last time we were at, at Daytona. I'm passing for the lead on the white and get blocked and, and wipe out and, and, and crash. I mean, literally anything can happen. You got to put yourself in position. That means you got to unload a fast race car. You've got to make good decisions. You got to work with your teammate. You got to have or your uh, your teammates and those teammates at a track like Talladega are all your Ford teammates, not just your Stuart Haas racing teammates. Um, but uh, anything can happen. It's definitely, definitely the most dangerous, you know, wild card race uh, as far as making the next round and, and your quest for a championship. But again, my mentality at a track like that is it's an opportunity. Um, you got to look at that track as an opportunity because you know uh, a lot of people are concerned about that racetrack. Yeah. When I look at wild card races, I, I look full speed ahead with a smile on my face because at the end of the day, we've got to make up some ground and points. And that's a track that we can do that the easiest and the quickest. So uh, Dover's a good track for me. Dover's a good track for our race, uh, you know, team and organization. Um, definitely Degas is, is, is the, the, you know, the one that sticks out to me. And then you, you cap it all off and hopefully go into the next round at my home track in Kansas. So yeah. fun round right here. Yeah, great question. Let's go to Cooker. Uh, Cooker, you're, you're kind of asking about the round of 12 too. What do you, what do you want to ask? His name is Cooker. That's right. Yeah, I was just wondering – what do you thought his chances going to be in the next two or three races? Yeah, so out of those three, what do you feel like is your absolute best track of these? Three? Oh yeah, I thought you said one of my chances. <laughs> I hope real good. Yeah, what's your best track out of these three? Which one are you? I are think Dover is definitely. You know, I looked at this, and again, um, I knew the last round. I knew Vegas was our weak link. Yeah. Um, everybody's got weak links and everybody's got strong suits, right? I knew <laughs> Vegas was our weak link. I had no idea we were going to be as bad as we were. Yeah. I mean, after we sat on the pole and, and I, dude, I'm telling you, I was like, uh-oh. I, I knew that that car was extremely fast, but the way it felt, it just didn't make the grip. You know, it, it showed up on, on qualifying day in a big way, which was cool, man. At the end yeah. of the day... I have, it's been a long time since I've, I've checked that box and needed to check that box uh, for a lot of reasons, the future and everything else. Um, you know, we were able to take care of business at, uh, you know, the next two and get ourselves into the next round. But uh, for sure, Dover's our best chance to get the, you know, things started off on the right foot like we did not do in the first round. But if we don't get it done there, we proved last time that it can happen. You can still race your way in if you stub your toe in the first one. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go there with you for a minute. Okay. Um, because at, coming out of Vegas, yep. the four guys that were below the cut line, you're the only guy that jumped in. Yep. Uh, 75% of the guys that leave the first round didn't make this first round. First round's a tough round. How important is it to go to Dover? Do you Big believe time. for you guys, with all these other guys up here with playoff points and all that they have, how important is it for this team? It's always very important. Yeah. And if you go back and listen to any interview that I did in Las Vegas, pre-Las yeah. Vegas, 
In other words, leading into the playoffs, yeah. any interview that I did, I said, you can't <laughs> win the championship in Las Vegas, but you can sure lose yes. it. And, and I believe that. And I went into that with that mentality. But at the end of the day, we finished 25th. Yeah. And if you really think about the year before, we did the exact same thing. We had trouble with uh, um, Jimmy Johnson blew a tire yes. and, and yeah, wiped us right. out and, yeah. and stubborn toe again. Uh, that being said, as I look to the next round, um, we don't, the, the, the mile and a half that we stubbed our toe on, we're going to another one. I can't lean, you know, I can't <laughs> yeah. go. I don't have a very good yeah. feeling right now going into Kansas, Kansas. after my last outing. Got it. You're, you're only as good as your last yeah. at bat. My last at bat in a mile and a half wasn't very good. Yeah. Now, are we working hard to make that better? You're darn right. Yeah. Do I expect it to be better? Absolutely, yeah. but facts are facts. Good call so far. We're going to go to R.O. is on the line next. R.O., what's on your mind? Thanks for calling. Well, I, I'm glad you guys are glad right, that Louisville is over. <laughs> and I want to tell you, Clint, that uh, I think you're the new Joe Weatherly of racing. <laughs> what did he say? You're the new you're Joe, Joe Weatherly. Weatherly. He's Joe Weatherly, yeah. He's, he was <coughs> nuts. So we'll, you. Have to go back. we'll have to go back in time. We'll, we'll give him that later. So he was a handsome fella, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. For sure. He was a motorcycle champion and everything. Yeah, I good. get it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I hope you, you my man, Clint, and I hope you... Do good in the next three races and go on to the next one. Thank you, pal. Where are you from? I'm Roxburgh, North Carolina. Yes, oh, sir. Awesome. Good. Cool, man. I cool. know some people up there. Yes, yeah, I do. Absolutely. Thank yes, you sir. for calling, man. Thank you very much. Take care. You Thank too, you, buddy. Man. Keep calling us up. 844-NASCAR-NBC. We got more of your calls with Clint Boyer when we come back. Titles and bragging rights are on the line in the season finale for the IMSA WeatherTech Championship. The 10-hour Petit Le Mans at Road Atlanta next Saturday, October 12th on NBC and NBCSN. It's going to be amazing. When is that? We are still buzzing. Next Saturday, 12. We're still buzzing over the IndyCar Chief Joseph Newgarden's demo run last Friday. It was on way cool. Way cool. It was way cool. You were watching from where? You were on top of the pit box, right? Yeah, the peacock box or whatever. I mean, it was <laughs> That's it. That's what we call it, too, the peacock you know, box. What's it called? We call it the Mobile One Peacock Pit, pit box. box. Hey, listen, yeah. man. He turned some, like 12 seconds faster than we ran. No way. That space shuttle right yeah. there. It's not fair, though. They can hang him from a wall upside down. That's true. <laughs> Mythbusters always wanted to try it, but they couldn't find a tunnel long enough to, to see if you can really get it to stick. Yeah. You think it would? I don't know. That's only one way to find out. It's the first time I've ever said, and we were all sitting down and like, I'd really like to get in that thing. Try it. Yeah, one time. At a place like right. that. Yeah. Yeah, at a place that you knew. Oh, at absolutely. At a place you knew. Yeah. So that you would, be cool. Clint Boyer, you would get in an IndyCar at the Roval and try Just it. Just that day. Came and gone, you know, the opportunity. Yeah. There was a window. Yeah. There was a window. Right. It opened and then it closed. You out, I'm in. Was it cool no, for I you did. to hear, because I think you were still in the pit box when we interviewed Joseph, yeah. and he said the only bummer is he didn't get a chance to run it then in a stock car, yeah. like one of your cars right cool. after. Yeah. And I thought, dude, how cool. Swap. He's yeah. an IndyCar champ, but yeah. he still wants to have that perspective to see what it's like. Oh, absolutely. Get in our sleds. Yeah. I bet he would be disappointed in the grip level. <laughs> He would be like, highly disappointed in the braking ability and the grip, grip level. You mean as you come out of the chicane and you brake at the start-finish line right. to get into turn yeah. one? He broke like 12 <laughs> I'll tell you feet. how good our cars <laughs> broke this weekend. So 
They made a big thing out of the uh, the you know the breaking zones and yeah. getting in the chicane and their emojis. One yeah. was a poop oh, yeah. emoji. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If you got to the poop emoji, you you do have poop on your hands. <laughs> I'm talking not even close to the distance. You, you I don't know. It. They were driving. Whoever made the the distance barriers was driving a tractor. Yeah. Okay. They were literally driving three miles an hour when they made those. Okay. How about this? We're going to interject something here real quick. When Chase blew through. And and hit the wall down there. Turn while he one. Was uh -huh. yeah. Turn one. And Jeff Burton and Junior and, and Latart and all of them did, in our graphics department, did a speed at the line on a restart. Oh, and yeah. speed at the line yeah. on a regular, 20 miles an hour different. From a restart when they came out to go into the first corner to what a regular lap was coming out. Oh, of yeah, 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 yeah. 20 yeah. miles an hour different. Very deceiving, Chase, too. That's, that's right. Yeah. And that's what Chase said. Yeah, right when we here, check it out. Yeah, when we interviewed him post, he was like, man. I, I, I knew I was faster, but 20 miles an hour faster. Well, so, all right, the, so we all have markers, That's right? Getting into those yeah. corners, you have one, two, three on the front straightaway. Yeah. Three's about it, right? Yeah. Going back to what I was saying, I don't know who picked those out. I guess <laughs> Joseph Newgarten did, because there is no possible way you can get to a one or two or anything close to that. So, like you said, when you're going 20 mile an hour faster, faster. so that three, the last marker yeah. was the last, that's it, yeah, bud. Right. That's the, yeah. where you're going. Yeah. So now you're going 20 miles an hour fast, but you're short. So trying to figure out where I can get to, because if I, if, all right, if I lift early, I'm going to look like a fool because these guys are going to go ding, 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 ding. If I get in too hard, guess what? I'm going to look yeah. like a fool and win the race. Yeah. Do you think, do you think those signs maybe caused a little bit of that drama that we saw? Do you think that? People were trying to like because it's going like back to where when I when you lost me or I lost you mm -hmm. on the back straightaway. Yeah. So they started with four. Yeah. Right when we got there. Jeff Burton I'm told him to add. Jeff Burton said you got to add some more. They're, Jeff said he told him. And to, I was from driving his kid's car. Right. His, his passenger car. We can't get to the four. <laughs> whatever this thing yeah. is. I'm in a rental car. There's and I no can't get to the four. Yeah. So then we go to six, right? right? So now the poop emoji is so far away, the joke's gone because yeah. you can't even see yeah. it. Right. Yeah. And then uh, so we all get out there and everybody's blowing a chicane. So instead of, I, I don't know where the mentality, this is where expense is just no option. Instead of just moving them down with the numbers that you had, we just kept adding them. <laughs> so <laughs> we went space from them out more. Yeah, right. Yeah. We went yeah. from yeah. one yeah. through four. No, no, no. Then we're one through six, like, We'll just add another couple more. Add two more. So we come around there for a happy hour, and all of us did the same thing. They had so much crap out there. It's like sensory overload. And I thought I was the only one. As soon as we got the competition meeting after practice, Harvick's like, hey, man, anybody have trouble getting in the corner? There was stuff everywhere. I didn't know what to look at. So, like, we used those markers for breaking zones and reference points right on that racetrack. And when you add them, yeah. I mean, you, we've all yeah. heard the old stories back in the day. Oh, yeah. People used to pick a car in the yeah, infield, right, right or yep. something as a big zone. I'm going to lift at the Pontiac. Yeah. Could you imagine how much fun you'd have drinking beer with your buddies as if you knew that Cal Petty was out there using you as a marker? <laughs> just move the car. I haven't moved every lap. Yeah. Just keep lap. coming to here. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun, but it's a call-in show, so let's go oh, back oh, to sorry, the phones. Sorry. Matt is on this. the line. He's got a question about uh, Alex Bowen. Go ahead, Matt. How you doing, guys? It's Motorhead Matt Stones. How you guys doing? Good, uh, buddy. Got one comment and one quick question. Uh, next year, if Front Row Motorsports is listening, have them take a look at Stuart Friesen. I think he's the man for the job. Second of all, here's my question. Alex Bowman, after the success of his second place and the great comeback he had at Charlotte, uh, he finished second at Kansas, Talladega, and Dover this year. 
I guess I'll ask Clint, you know, with the issues he had with Wallace at the, at the Roval, do we think that he can bring the focus and, and not make mistakes and, and pilot the number 88 car to victory lane next week at Dover, or this week well, at Dover? Whether he brought the focus and, and all of that to the team, the equipment, everything else, if you keep making enemies, that focus is going to get denied. <laughs> I can tell you that from, from experience Wait, from in past the race experience? Yes. Hold on. You know what? We... We might have some of that past experience loaded up and ready. <laughs> I, was, I was with some fans on top of the bus with a bunch of Cal Petty Charity riders, yep. and we turned around and we're like, oh, those are, they're going a little deep in the braking zone, and then we watched it. Yeah, so oh. can they get by this? Yes. Is uh, Alex Bowman and, and the Hendrick Bunch running very well right now? Absolutely. Um, but one thing I know, did you see the anger on that kid's face walking away? That Like this. It was oh. this kind of anger, wasn't it? Oh. If you keep... Poking the bear, eventually they'll come out of the cage. Okay, let me, let me ask you a question. Hold so, on. You know, he's not the only bear that's been poked, is he? No. What about poor Ryan Newman's face? Have you checked on his face? Because no. it seemed like <laughs> when this happened. You know the most awkward thing about that? We're back to buddies just like we were before. <laughs> no, we're that's right. That, friends that's that exactly morning. Right. We had a moment, that, bud. For the moment. record, that wasn't just a run. You did like you did like eyes, everybody hero. asked me, like, what? You did like. Why didn't you wait or do something? Okay, like, angry run. Right, here, so, so this week, this, this week, the big conversation has been. <laughs> the, the big conversation has been. So, Alex is on the ground getting medical attention, and Bubba throws water on him. If you're in Bubba's shoes, can you pull yourself back and stop? Because you're on a mission to go tell that guy what you're thinking about. I don't know how yeah. you, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I think that, there's a, if they're crappie flopping on the ground, it's probably, that's true. That's you true. missed your way. Yeah. Probably ought to wait till they get yeah, out of the chair. Right. If they got, if they got the defib, if they've got defib, I got you. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, he, if they're beep, now clear, he's clear, if, it might be, if he's standing, I'll give you a minute. If he's standing, his ass gets up though, I'm gonna get him. If he's not on the ground, you were totally cool with yeah, everything, I yeah. right? I don't know. I don't yeah. I think it's, what do you think? Nate's not Mike. You can't ask but him that. That's not fair. But the, the best part was when they went to and did Bowman when the race was over. Bowman said, yeah, I wrecked him. You know what I mean? I, hey, I, I, man, I turned they're him. racing for – at the exactly. end of the day, there's, exactly. there's, there's also – they're racing for a lot. There's they a are. lot on the line. Yes. You've got to, you've got to understand both sides. And, 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 and you've we been all on know, both sides. And, and, absolutely. Well, yes. you were there yeah, for the record. You were on both sides. And you were on those sides. Make no mistake about it, both sides are right. Yeah. They exactly. really, because we watched that's you. why you end up with frustration yep. and and arguments and and fights at, yeah. at the end of the day both parties are right in that scenario both had a right to be Bowman frustrated. Bowman did what he needed for his situation and and Bubba, and Bubba did what did, he needed for his situation 100%, 100%. well did you can you please do your job yes to the next I will deal? but you go got, next caller please. no we're going here's what we're gonna <laughs> do let's do it for him watching you did, did you me into the fight no. like we're talking about Bowman yes you, you see how fast you'd spun you spun to me you he moved forward here's the thing Cal made the point 75 percent of the guys didn't were you did you feel like you were driving for more than just the championship, like you weren't driving just to move on. It it feels like all of that weight. No, no, no. Like you drive differently. It's different. Absolutely. Yeah. Every deal is different. I was racing for a championship, it, and and make no mistake about it, millions of dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like literally. Yes, that trophy that stays with you forever, rings or whatever. Yeah. I said millions of dollars. It yeah. was at stake. You're darn right. If, if a guy's in my way or whatever, and, and there's not one person out there who wouldn't do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And if they did, they wouldn't be professional sports yeah. athletes or whatever you yeah. want to call us. And they wouldn't be moving on to the if next If you're not round. willing to risk it all for that, 
it's it's clearly not worth it, and it, it wouldn't be worth it for you to be, you know, in that position. We could almost put that on a T-shirt, but it was there a bit of a run-on sentence. We're going to have more of your calls coming up with Clint Boyer. But next, we're talking Thank grassroots. You, English professor. Stay tuned. My mom is. <laughs> Track my roots. Take me the one that I raced at the most is Lakeside Speedway. Kansas City, five miles down the road from you know Kansas Speedway, right there. Old river bottom, you know, black clay, man, it pull your shoes off. It grip and rip. So I grew up racing on two wheels. I didn't care what kind of racetrack. It's like being at the, you know, if there was a competition to be held, I wanted to be in front of it and I wanted to win it. It wasn't until I was 16 that, that I started racing cars. Built this old piece of crap street stock car. And man, every night after work, we were working on that thing and I just fell in love with it. Take me home. Everybody starts somewhere. The, the NASCAR Weekly Racing Series was, was definitely it for me. Um, it gave me an opportunity to, uh, to make a, not only a name for myself at that track, uh, it gave me an opportunity to make a name for myself regionally and nationally. Man, great. We love seeing those old pictures. A look at Clint Boyer's journey in grassroots racing. Pretty special, isn't it? Oh my it? gosh. <laughs> These guys yeah. have been on air with They say some funny special. stuff in between. I'm sorry, man. You know what? I'm going to tell you all that some great news. Me. Tomorrow here on NBCSN, oh. we are going to have an oh encore God. of drivers and dreams. Grassroots racing in America. In case you missed it the first time, here's a sneak peek. <laughs> when you ask people, they often say, it's in my blood. All these drivers and these teams, they work so hard and they are ready to put on a show for you tonight. People that were here want to be here. This is our weekend getaway. All these races are cool on the short tracks just because there's so many fans that come out there every single weekend. For me, the most important thing is to give him an opportunity to do something that he loves so much. That's really what this is all about. There's nothing more important than a small town in the grassroots. There's nothing more important than racing. Definitely not retired. I love doing it. The racing community is bonded that way. Everybody has the same passion, and yet they come at it from many different angles. To me, that's America. You can catch Drivers and Dreams tomorrow at 4.30, 4.30 Eastern, here on NBC Great tomorrow program. after Great our program. coverage from Dover. It is so it's, awesome. It's really cool, man. Really They're covering well some really cool things. Yeah. Cool they? tracks, cool stories. The, the stories and that's the neatest man, thing just, about any track in the yeah. country. There's stories. There's stories. rivalries going on and great people driving in race cars yeah. with families. Yeah. Awesome dude. That being said, let's dive into some of those stories. With NASCAR in Delaware this week, it's a great time to visit the Diamond State for our 50 states in 50 days tour. Delaware International Speedway first opened with a quarter mile drag strip and then added a dirt oval a few years later. Bill Cathell founded the facility in 1963 and today his son Charlie carries on its tradition as its current promoter. Its local legend is Hal Browning. His career spans six decades wow, wow. and Delaware was one of many tracks where he won. 
Delaware also hosts the Camp Farms Benefit Race, raising money for a summer camp that provides outdoor learning experiences for kids across the state. <clears throat> Remember to send us your short track photos and videos with the hashtag MyTrackMyRoots. From Citrus County Speedway in Florida, Jesse Dutilli scored 10 grand, 10 big ones. After winning last week's Full Throttle 100. That's big money. That is huge money. And at 35 Raceway Park in Ohio, we've got Jamie Harper celebrating a recent feature win in Hobby Stocks. With the Acura. Check those wheels, man. That's cool. <laughs> Rubber wood. Signature edition It looks like wheels. you got those out of my garage. <laughs> Signature like edition wheels. Shopping rut. Now, we're going to find out what have you been saying in the hashtag let me say this. Nate Ryan is going to tell us when we return next. You thought it was a huge deal that Kyle Busch is here. Nate Ryan is here, yes, too. Oh, in the house. My Nate. buddy. NASCAR mandated that we have to be prepared for the rain. Nate, is that true? You have to have a mechanism. You have to have a mechanism. Anyways, whatever. Don't listen to Nate. Um, <laughs> yes. Does he really say greetings a lot? Like, yep. as much as, I've never noticed it. Yeah, as much I always know greetings. Yeah. Greetings. There you go. Oh, Nate Ryan, your show. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Ryan joins us now for Let Me Say This. Mm. Hashtag Let Me Say This. Greetings, Woo! Nate. Greetings. Uh, we're going to start with Kenny Wallace. Yes, the Kenny that, Wallace? What? That Kenny no Wallace. Way. Yeah, Kenny even, yeah, even though he used the wrong hashtag. He's been <laughs> on TV for too long, apparently. <laughs> when you're Kenny Wallace, so, you can do that. Yeah, I guess so. Of hashtag course. Motormouths from Kenny Wallace. Since Clint Boyer has so many businesses uh, and land interest in Kansas, will he move back when his NASCAR career is over? No. Land Baron? <laughs> no, I'm, I don't think. I'm married to a, uh, a woman from New York, and uh, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not in my future. Um, love Kansas. Love going back there every chance I get. Love uh, meeting people at the dealership and, and our you know community building. Love back. the charity stuff that we do there. But... Uh, those are those are trips to, to go back you and stuff like that. You think he's got a sheetrock business? Do popcorn ceilings and stuff? Popcorn ceilings. Nate, yeah. next one. Okay. I, well, I was Sorry. just going to say, uh, Kenny, he'll, he'll keep going. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, I wanted to ask him, you know, Kenny moved back. I just thought you might move back like Kenny did. I go back every chance again. Yeah. I love yeah, you, Kansas. You do go, go back, back a lot. Back to Kansas? Yeah, uh, I didn't even know. From Donnie Aiken, hashtag let me say this. Will we ever see Jack Daniels back in NASCAR full time, maybe sponsoring Clint? That would be way better. It was honestly, I don't want to blow smoke. Go ahead and call it. I don't want to blow smoke. Yeah. It was the greatest driver sponsor pairing that I can Listen, think of in the past twenty years. Yeah. I don't know who who asked that question. Jack Daniels has not left Donnie. NASCAR. Donnie. Okay, there are a lot of buses out there right now. Okay, <laughs> there are a ton. They, they did not. <laughs> hey, Jack, if you're listening, never go Mr. home. With, never, Mr. never Daniels, leave home without Jack. You've got to get back with this guy. Get back, it was Jack. the greatest get relationship back, with any driver ever, and I promise you, sales will go through the roof. Make it happen, <laughs> Mr. Jack Daniels. It was cool to see him Mr. back on a race car. It was. It was, was. It yeah. was cool. All right, uh, hashtag let me say this from Ray. Uh, big question here. Will With the new changes coming in 2020 and 2021, what is Clint's opinion on what will make the biggest impact in NASCAR? Well, I think that's the question, and that's the most important thing. You know, we heard the rules, um, you know, announced yesterday, and, and everybody speculates and has opinions on everything. Uh, you know, for me, I want the racing to be as good as, as it's ever been. That's the goal, right? Goal number one, forget all the rest of the stuff, the politics and anything else. 
make no mistake about it, we're in the entertainment business. That's my opinion, and not anybody else's, but I, I think sometimes we, we worry about the business of, of our sport and, and not so much the entertainment of, of the sport. And, and I think it's a dangerous thing to lose track of that. Um, you know, when, when I look at, uh, you know, any other sporting event, I go, I go to a football, I go to a Chiefs game for, for the event to have a good time and to watch a good football game. Yeah. I don't go because of anything else. That's yeah. why I go. So I feel like uh, if this car enables us to put on a better show at some of these racetracks that I feel like we struggle at, mile and a half in general, um, I'm all for it. You know, But I, I still believe that, that we have hurdles other than a body, other than a chassis, and, and other than, than fixing teams' budgets. Um, we've we've got to get, we just talked about one of them, we got to get yeah. companies like Jack Daniels back involved and, and connected to our fan base because I still believe in the product. Um, and, and it's not still, like, I've never, ever once wavered from, from the product and, and of NASCAR and the tool of NASCAR and how that can help on the business side, but to connect to, uh, to, to our fan base, is, it's, that's the fun side of yeah. it for me. That's not, that comes easy. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm proud of our sport and, and mm -hmm. the entity that it is, the entertainment value that it is, and that's why when we go over there and you meet fans for that have been there for the first yeah. time, I can't tell you how many fans I meet every single week that it's there for their first race yes. they've ever witnessed. Tons. Yeah. That happens. All the time. All you hear is yeah. the negative stuff. Ain't no different turning right. on the news in the morning. I'm telling you, every single week I meet hundreds of new fans. And how do you make a, how do you bring a, how do you make a fan of this sport? You bring them to a race yeah, yeah that's absolutely. all it takes one time bye i'm in but you got it no you've <laughs> you've got to do your job too and, yep. and us as an industry us as nascar and 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 make sure we're putting a, a good product on the table it's all about i call it wow factors it's about my old man going back a guy like him his age 60 you know late 60s him going to the coffee shop monday morning and, and telling the boys all about it and and then being interested yeah. because there was wow factors yeah. a kid yeah a kid five years old or eight years old goes to to school and and you know tells the class about his his sunday afternoon because of those wow factor moments um you know you've got to have that highlight reel and 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 sometimes we check that box and oftentimes we don't so Let's bring the wow. Often. Yeah. That's why Nate Ryan's here. We're bringing the wow. <laughs> Nate, we love wow. you. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have more of your phone calls next on Motor Mouth with Clint Boyer. Stay on the phone if you're on there. Sunday night, Jacoby Brissett leads the Colts to Arrowhead to take on reigning MVP Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Oh, Football night in America kicks off at 7 Eastern only on NBC. Do you have a favorite playoff moment? Oh, your favorite playoff? Chiefs or Royals moment? Well, I wish we had that championship game to live over again with the Chiefs and the Patriots. I'm pretty sure we won that game. Rest thought otherwise. I want redemption. I want that same exact game at Arrowhead. Chiefs and the Patriots gonna go down again. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are gonna win the championship. Win the Super Bowl. And you all should know my man's not bitter at all. Jacoby Brissett. Did you see that? You want I mean, to say it, it was for set. For set. Hey, so here's what we're going to do. we got a bunch of people on the phone. We're going to get through these so we can get to as many people as possible. Let's start with Clint, who's on the line. Clint, what's your question for Clint, buddy? 
Hey, Clint. Um, I'm from Outer Banks of North Carolina. Love it. Love um, it getting ready to come to Martinsville in a couple of weeks. I got to cook a pig that weekend, but I'm coming that way. I'm <laughs> um, hoping you do good at that track. I always get you in the pool. Um, kind of buy your way in, but uh, get you some. I, I need you to help me. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, let me know where that uh, pig eating goes down because yep. uh, Rut and I might, might join in on that festivities. <laughs> but I love Martinsville. I, I appreciate you coming down to it. Uh, that is definitely one of my tracks on the list. When I tell a fan that hasn't been to a track, ask me where to go. Martinsville is high on that list. Next on the line, we got Bob. Bob, thanks for waiting. You have a question about this guy's driver, don't you? Yeah. Glenn, uh, I was wondering what happened to Don O'Neill. Well, he uh, uh, blew out his knee, actually had to have knee surgery and was out for, uh, you know, a few months there. But he's back. Uh, they're racing up in Pennsylvania this weekend. I uh, have two races up there up north and uh, a lot of money on the line this weekend. So hopefully uh, you'll be seeing him on my Twitter feed and all across social media this weekend. You're talking Look about for him to light it up. The real deal, The baby. real deal, Don That's O'Neill. Right. That's right. <laughs> the only one. Bob, thanks for hanging. Next up is Amelda. Amelda, what's your question for Clint? Hi, guys. Hi, Clint. Hey, I want to let you know you are one of my uh, husband's favorite drivers, and I just want to say congratulations on how well you're doing on the playoffs. But my question is, is there one of the remaining races, is there one that you are more worried about than the rest? (laughs) Yeah. You know, in our world right now, in the playoffs, it's three races at a time. You know, it used to be you worried about 10, you know, and you, you really focused on 10 races yeah. and looked down the line. Right now, it's three races at a time. Dover, um, you know, Talladega, and, and obviously Kansas. Kansas or Talladega is definitely the wild card race. Uh, you can establish yourself quite well at Talladega and, and possibly, you know, not even have to worry about Kansas. But, um, you know, push comes to shove. I think our race team and our organization's up for the challenge as good as anybody. And, and I'm certainly uh, no exception. I'm ready for it. Thanks for the call. Next up, we're going to Landon. Landon, you've got a question. You're looking for a little advice. Is that right? <laughs> You're looking at the wrong place, Landon. <laughs> well, um, I just wanted to know how I could, like, gain my way up bad. to the ranks. You wanna, so you want a little <laughs> advice on, on being a driver. Landon, how old are you? I am 10 years old. 10. 10. 10. Are you oh, racing now, cool, Landon? Um. No, but I like to, like, play on my PlayStation, like, racing games. I love it. Hey, that's where it started with my little man. And, and honestly, I remember back, remember, you probably, you don't remember. You remember Excite Bike landing. Oh, we had Excite Bike. <laughs> it was Excite Bike. Uh, you may have had an Atari. <laughs> Not a Nintendo, but uh, uh, Landon, I'm, I'm telling you, family has always been a racing sport for me, certainly has for Kyle over there. Um, I've said this time and time again, you know, listening to your parents, um, they know, you know, and, and they're the ones that can put in the time and effort to, and, and financially to, to help you get started and established within a sport, any sport. But the one thing I can tell you in any sport, whether it's baseball, football, racing or anything it's a work ethic willing to put in the time and 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 dedication you've you've got to be able to dedicate it all there's and racing is is very expensive and uh you can't do it alone there's 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 no eye in that and at at 10 years of age i'm telling you it's definitely a family sport get get your parents into it and you're going to go a long ways i I struggled for a while until i got my dad hooked on it once dad got hooked business picked up baby thanks for the call good luck 
They're Thank the end you very cool. much, man. That's a, a cool the fact call. that we can have so many calls and we can end with a 10-year-old from oh, West Virginia yeah, yeah. who wants to get into cool. racing. Yeah. How's it feel to know you inspire people? That's yeah. a cool thing. <laughs> well, as you can tell from be, me just being a smart aleck, I was like, oh, no. I thought it was an, <laughs> an, an older person. And as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, oh, oh yeah. man. But, uh, you know, it is cool. Um, to be in a situation no different than you when yeah. I was growing up or anything else to, to have people that you look up to and and the neatest thing about any of this is your kid just like Landon if, if he can get established and yeah. start racing at 78 Camaro that I raced at Thunder Hill Speedway and get an opportunity at Lakeside never dreaming of NASCAR at all yeah. and then all of a sudden one door opens the next door opens one opportunity you make of it um, you're down and out you get another opportunity you look over and here's Kyle Petty you know right? that guy that you grew up watching that's the coolest feeling of anything where i'm at right now what's cool being able to race against legends it's cool having you on the show Thanks. that's all the time we got for motor mouse this is clint boyer thanks for joining us enjoy the playoff weekend from Denver. go get them deets and watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz & Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.